All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is our obligatory pre-song roll filler. This is kind of our cute little quirky thing we do. I think most people probably do this. Yeah, a lot of people do it. I mean, I obviously stole it from someone else. Everyone does. Yeah. Anyways, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of House Decided. I'm Daniel House. And I'm Allison House or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, Allison, we kind of ran out of stuff to review or, well, we... I mean, we didn't. We just ran out of stuff we already knew. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't run out of stuff we already knew. We just ran out of stuff we wanted to do. Yes. Um. So we took a suggestion. Yeah. Uh, this suggestion came from, uh, Space House from a Discord <gasps> server. He stole our name. Huh? He stole our name. Eh, a little bit. It's not nice. Um, yeah, but, uh, he recommended this to me when I asked for some suggestions and he said that he watched it with his girlfriend and he thought it was fine and she liked it, I think. Um, and that is Holiday. <laughs> yes. Uh, so. A movie on Netflix. Yeah. Holiday is a new movie on Netflix. It's a Netflix original movie and it's fine. <laughs> has Emma Roberts and I don't know the guy's name and Christina Chenoweth. Yeah, for some reason you know the name Everybody of Christina Chenoweth. Everybody knows who Christina Chenoweth is. I don't, so that immediately debunks your theory. It's that's just because you're not informed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Who That's why she's named as the I, third person on there. It's like Emma Roberts, whatever that dude's well, name is. Well, also Christina because Chenoweth. it wasn't a very star-studded cast which is fine it doesn't need to be i'm not well, saying she's a huge star i'm just saying that she's big enough that most people know her um yeah so this is a holiday rom-com starring emma roberts and luke bracy which i don't think i've ever seen him in anything i don't think so but i liked him i thought he was good he was fine uh, I would say he was like a discount Chris Hemsworth, but I think he's equally as attractive and Australian as Chris Hemsworth. Oh, no. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. Equally? No. Yeah, but he's not, a handsome man. I, sure, but not equally. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, anyways, that's not what we're here to discuss. I've uh, never seen him in anything. Uh, well, and... here, let's let's find out what he's, what he's from, if he's from anything at all. He's from Find Your Breaking Point. G.I. Joe, Retaliation, The Best of Me. He has not been in much since 2015. I don't even, and he's not very highly listed. He's in Hacksaw Ridge. That's something. Huh. He's a, yeah, he's he's kind of an unknown name. But, I mean, he's a, uh, this is, I mean, this isn't, like, adding to his credibility anyway. So, no, I guess that makes not. sense. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, though, and people, people are big fans of Emma Roberts, I think. I don't. I guess I don't really know. I just know she got really big because of American Horror Story. And then she's been in a lot of really, like, B-movie sort of things. And I've seen her in a lot of that same, the same kind of role she played in this movie is always what she plays. <laughs> so seeing that her name on there, I was like, oh, I know what this movie's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, I, I haven't seen her in much, but I kind of also got that impression. Uh, she was kind of unbearable for the first 10 to 20 minutes of the movie, but then I, I, I started warming up to her. Um, I thought her and Luke Bracey were both pretty good in this. Um, I, I, this movie seemed like it was parodying rom-coms while also being the exact pinnacle of a rom-com. I, I couldn't really tell what it was trying to do. Uh, the, so the whole premise of this movie, it, it's called Holidate, and I guess this is, I don't know, this might not be a thing in the real world, but it seems like it was based it on... <laughs> Maybe it happens for some people, but the premise is that um, if you if you want if you need a date for the holidays to bring home with to your family so that they leave you alone about like finding a mate in life, I guess um, then that's that's what a holiday is. They just do that, but there's no like romantic attachment. That's the premise right. of the movie. They're just your date, so that way people get off your back and you can have a good time. Which I, I can see that being a thing because yeah. you know I. I I definitely know people and um, uh, that that's their family situation, like where where that's like the focus is like you need to be wed. <laughs> I I can sort of see it. They always play it up so big in these movies, though. Like I I, I don't know. Some people's families might be like that, but I've never been around a family who would be so ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, this is obviously hyperbole, but. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a real thing that I think happens. That's not common or anything, but I, I think the premise is legitimate, I guess. But um, anyway, so overall, I I mean, this movie was was not bad. So especially in comparison to our last holiday movie yeah. that we viewed, <laughs> yeah. at, at the first part of it, I was I was ready to dismiss this because they were doing. I had already heard a poop joke and a pee joke yeah. within like. Like, again, I'm not offended by these. I just think they're so stupid and not funny, and it's just, it's cringy to hear movies still doing pee and poop jokes, and it just there drives me There was a whole scene of her uh, needing to use the bathroom and then yeah, trying she to get was, her dress off so that she way was she didn't given, shit her pants. And her dress off, I might add. You don't need to take your dress off to go shit. <laughs> That's something that I couldn't get past. Well, it was, it was <laughs> laced tight. That was the whole premise. That doesn't but, matter. Uh, just lift up the skirt. But... Well, yeah, the whole thing was that her aunt gave her laxatives instead of uh, antacids, mm-hmm. which, you know, it's just like a scene that doesn't need to be in there. So, there was, that, that was the thing of this movie. It went back and forth between actually funny jokes that were good and um, and those. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you completely on that. I, I was about to mention that. Um, this movie had some good jokes in it that I, that I actually laughed at. And, but like it seems like the writer switched off every other scene and then there was yeah. just one bad writer who thinks poop and pee is funny and then another writer who's just like coming up with some pretty good jokes and some pretty good scenes and moments and stuff and yeah. uh, i mean there's a lot of stuff i enjoyed in this um overall pretty good movie uh, it's it's not a movie uh di- dipping into the last segment of the show a little bit but this is not a movie you can watch with anyone but like your significant other that that's the only thing I, I you think that i mean i didn't think it was that bad that you couldn't watch it with like a family member or a with all the like all the sex talk and there's definitely all the... a lot of sex jokes but you're thinking of our families <laughs> they wouldn't be cool with that but there's plenty of families why would you want fine. no i i will definitively say that i don't agree with what you're saying right now this <laughs> this is not something it, it well, what about not, friends i guess but why would you want to watch a rom-com with friends 
bl- plenty of girls sit around and watch rom-coms together, and I'm sure plenty of guys do too, but... <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe not you and your friends. I, I don't know. I, it seems like rom- rom-coms are explicitly for people that are already in a, a relationship. They're mostly for women. That... Uh, yeah, but like for couples, it, or, or just like I mean, no matter what kind of couple, it seems like it's for people who are already. If we in a were not doing this podcast, would you have even watched this with me if Hell I wanted to? No, that's what I'm saying. Is that it's not for couples? I don't think. I think it's for single people <laughs> who want to watch a lovey dovey movie. Yeah, or I mean, plenty of women just like rom coms, and plenty of people just like rom coms as a as a genre. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say it's women too much because I know there's probably plenty of guys who like rom coms too, and yeah, maybe they just don't want to. It's fine. I mean, (laughs) like again, I'm not I'm not here to to uh, shit on like the premise of rom coms or anything because again, I will always preface when I'm like criticizing something with this. Like, I love Marvel movies. Those movies are the same all the time. Rom coms are the same all the time. I'm not I'm not claiming superiority here. I'm just saying. Yeah, a lot. Sometimes people can can cast aside like all the obvious tropes and sit down and watch this and legitimately enjoy it. Um, that being said, this movie was thirty to forty five minutes too long. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I checked out. I was one hundred percent. I was enjoying it through the first. I remember it was like right at fifty minutes. I went to check the time, yeah. and there was still over an hour left. I was like, "Holy shit! What is there left to do right now?" Yeah, like I knew exactly the plot points that were going to happen next, and they it was did very happen. Predictable. I mean, all rom coms are, and that's fine. But people like that. What's well, kind of funny is it said at the beginning she was like referencing rom coms, and she said that she hated those movies where you see the picture of the happy couple on the front, and you know that's what's going to happen. But the whole movie they hate each other, and so what's the point of watching it? She said that at the beginning and i'm yeah. like that's what this movie is why well, are you saying that's that? why that's why I, well, I talked to you about this and i mentioned it earlier like i i don't know if this was a parody of rom-coms or if it was just like self-referential or just trying to be fourth wall breaking in some way it, the synopsis it's not it, the synopsis isn't saying it's like a a, a parody or, or anything like that it just says um Girl uh, meets guy to be holiday, and they end up falling in love. I mean, it says that in the synopsis. Yeah. Like, it tells you what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry to spoil There's it. There's no surprise. If you honestly. watch this, if you if you read the two-sentence synopsis on Netflix, it spoils it. Not that the, it's the any mystery. The twist on but... this one, even though it's not much of a twist anymore because most of these things have been done, but was just that uh, sh- they weren't, it wasn't really a Christmas movie, even though it kind of put it off itself off to be that it was just all holidays and um i don't know they both were just supposed to be like really kind of i i don't know what to call them raunchy characters i guess that were just like oh they don't care about that sort of thing and they're kind of uh you know i feel like we come off as prudes when we record we do. this <laughs> we're really not but we're just trying to take the objective stance and, and like say like what I this is get... for all kinds of people but like yeah it, it i just mean... get tired of that <laughs> I I thought the relationship between them was was fine and, and I mean it was like a normal like people of that age relationship. Yeah. Like 
I mean, that's it wasn't it wasn't like just being raunchy for the sake of raunchy. I mean, it was like I'm saying they were trying to put it off like that was the twist. Like this is this is the funny part is that they're not all. I don't think they meant for anything to be a twist. I also don't think. I mean, I think we just misunderstood that it said it. It just says holiday. It doesn't say that this is a Christmas movie. But yeah, I, I'm glad it wasn't because that would have gotten tiring. But it, so yeah, it goes through a full calendar year of holidays, every holiday from Cinco de Mayo to St. Patrick's Day, from Valentine's Day to Thanksgiving. It it does all all the major hits. And in this town that they live in, every they they either the whole town or or they know a place that celebrates a specific holiday to the maximum extent that it can yeah. possibly be celebrated. That was one thing that was kind of funny in that movie was that it's like, you know, no, nowhere do you celebrate Cinco de Mayo as uh, thoroughly as you celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I mean, some places you do, but like it was it was every holiday. Like they had a bar that was just had everything going full out. I mean, maybe they lived in New York City. I, I couldn't really tell what the. <laughs> I couldn't either, honestly, where they lived. Yeah. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right, so seeing as this is a rom-com, a genre known for its cliches and tropes. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to go through this list I've uh, ser- Google searched and found on Pop Sugar, entitled 11 Romantic Comedy Cliches We All Love to Hate. And we're going to determine if they were present in this movie. So, number one, frenemies. Yeah. The cliche. 100%. T- <laughs> don't you don't even need to need explain it. that. <laughs> but, okay, I will because it just puts an exclamation point. This is the premise of the entire movie, really. Yeah. Two attractive people who are clearly attracted to each other fight over silly things until they give in to the fact that they're obviously perfect for each other. Which, that could very well just be the synopsis for this movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's like um, they do this begrudgingly so that way they don't have to be alone. But no, they don't like each other. <laughs> yeah. All right. So number two, the dream dismissal. One character has the opportunity of a lifetime, usually a dream job in another city, but they choose to give it all up for the person they love. I don't, that, that, that one's not the, this, this one kind of broke the usual trope of in a rom-com where the female is like a... A career-driven woman who, yeah, she who has no time for anything <laughs> but her career. She, her job is brought up once and then never again, which... She, like, works from home or something doing... Spreadsheets. Yeah, basically. <laughs> she was on a she was on a Zoom call with no one at one point, just staring at a spreadsheet saying, <laughs> the, this quarter's numbers are looking good. And then yep. her mom was FaceTiming her and she kept dismissing it, but, like... And then she accepted the call, and then yep. it was playing through her earphones, and then she just took him out, and it was the same volume. It was a weird scene. Anyways, uh, movie makeover. <laughs> I don't think it... They don't do movie they makeover. Did not the, do I, movie one makeover. of the big premises of this is that she's... I mean, a regu- no, she's a like, regular human being. <laughs> well, yeah, there was no, like, of her walking well. out of the room, and it was like, oh my gosh, yeah. she looks so pretty. That, yeah, that's that one thing. Uh, yeah, I appreciated that they didn't do that. Like, yeah. she's always just walking around in sweatshirts and, and yeah. sweaters. And the one time she was in the dress, pants. She, she did switch to a different dress, but it was a uglier dress. Well, yeah, like she's a normal human <laughs> that dresses normal on normal yeah. days, and then when she goes out to parties, she wears dresses that proper boobs up and, and other stuff that normal people do. <laughs> so that was one thing that I, I appreciated. Um, the X Factor: uh, a lovelorn character uses someone to mix uses someone to make their 
ex-jealous, but yes. along the way, they are shocked, shocked to find out they're falling for the new person. Basically, that's what they happened. They just shoehorn that in so hard. This was, like, there was a, a wedding scene that that entire scene could be gone and nothing would have changed this, yep. in this movie at all. It was absolute nonsense. It was, I checked it was out for, probably like, for the that. bad the baddest trope here that was done. I, I, I worded that really weirdly. Worst. But, <laughs> yeah, the worst trope. <laughs> yeah. They did it very badly. Okay. Um, this next one I, we already brought up by accident. Um, career gal regret. A high-powered career woman wakes up one day to realize while she was killing it at work, her love life has gone by the wayside. Yeah, yeah no. Fortunately, yeah. That, I, think, I think that's one of the worst movie tropes. <laughs> it's like a career <laughs> woman that works at a magazine or, a, or magazine. a flower shop. It's always a magazine, <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, so none of that. There, uh, I'm curious to know how she made money because she just spent all of her time going to exorbitant parties always. And the mall. <laughs> and the mall. Which was very lively for a mall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was always at holidays, though, so that's when the mall is going to be popular. Um, the just friends cliche. Again, yes. this is probably, I guess this is the, like the whole premise of the movie. Two characters are just friends, but they get along so well that they never even notice the right person for them has been there all along. Yeah. Often because one of them is already attached. Yep, that's the whole movie. <laughs> She's like pining over her ex the whole time, so that would be the attachment. Well, well, no, no, no. The, the just friends is Well, it just said, and often that one of them is attached. I'm saying, yeah, she was attached to her, her memory of oh, that, that relationship. It, it meant one of them is already attached to the one one of the friends, quote-unquote That's friends. not how I heard, understood that. Okay. Was, well, like, attached to somebody else. Well, that too. <laughs> uh, the stranger just under your nose. Similar to the just friends cliche, two co-workers or classmates don't know that the right person for them has been around for quite a while just waiting to be discovered. Yeah, that that sounds like the same thing. It didn't. It, it's talking I mean, about it was, like lifelong They were literally strangers. They were literally strangers. That one was talking about like a lifelong like yeah. acquaintance or something. Um, hidden agenda. One character has a secret they're trying to hide. Usually an assignment or a bet, and after the other character falls for them, they find out the secret and break up. But don't worry, they'll always work it out. I don't think it really had that, but I I might be bringing up another thing that's very similar to this that's coming later in the list. But it did have the other trope of like where they're both talking to their best friends, and one best friend's telling them one thing, and the other best friend's telling them the opposite thing, and they both follow through on that advice. And then it ends up being a problem for both of them. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's kind of the hidden agenda thing. Number nine, the small pond escapee. I don't know what this is. A small town girl has big city dreams, but learns she can't truly escape where she came from. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> she definitely lives and has always lived in a big city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever this big city is. The meat cute. Yeah, that's how they met. The classic meet-cute allows our adorably klutzy couple to meet in the silliest, most convenient way possible. Yeah, they, I mean, they do a, they do yeah. a meet-cute uh, on multiple occasions throughout yeah. the movie because the whole thing is they only meet up on holidays, so they yeah. keep meet-cuting, usually at the mall, like you said. Yep. <laughs> I think only at the mall, actually. Yeah, the few meet-cutes they had were at the mall. Yes. Um, the Reformed Player, a hot guy who's allergic to relationships, finally meets the right girl who he just needed all along. Um, I think this was both of them. I guess so, but... Yeah, they, they, he, he was he was burned by players, a past... They were though. 
They both had a relationship. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I wasn't reading it like that. But yeah, they were both allergic to relationships because they both got burned recently by right. a relationship that they enjoyed. And then uh, they were too scared to commit again. Okay, that's the list. So a pretty good amount of them. <laughs> but honestly, not too many for a rom-com. It, it, it did a hit a lot of tropes. Not, yeah. not necessarily those, but a, a lot of tropes were had. Yeah. In this one. So we've already sort of discussed that this might not be a movie for all people, but I think that's pretty self-evident in what it is. I mean, it's a romantic yeah. comedy. You usually watch these, like you said, with like your girlfriends, your, like girlfriends, gal pals kind of things. And sorry that I just said gal pals. <laughs> um, <laughs> and your significant other. I... I I think outside of those two things, this isn't a movie you would want to or should watch with anyone else. I, I mean, feel like some girls would watch it with their mother. Uh, I mean, I guess in very isolated cases, I feel like most mothers would be um, horrified by the usage of marijuana and um, the Depends on premarital the sex and the... And once again, you're thinking other, of our moms. The other sins. <laughs> you're thinking of our moms. I feel like that's most moms. I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I think can't... non-conservative moms are different. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's still, even even <laughs> with a mom that's okay with it, it's not, or, or a parent of any kind, it's not something I would want to watch with a parent, regardless. Nothing? <laughs> I already said I think that they would. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, so... So are we trying to make a decision based off of couples? That's what we're trying to make it off of, aren't we? Well, yeah, we're, we're trying to decide if this is a good thing for most people to watch. And I, I guess it's it's kind of hard to say because it's split. Um, and also because it's an okay movie, but not a great movie. And it should be 45 minutes shorter. So there's a lot of things that hinder me from saying that it's decided. Yeah. But also, it's just like... It's fine. It's it's a pretty good movie. I, I enjoyed most of it up until it got too long. But, like, I mean, there's still some <laughs> intermittent jokes that were good and, like, some really good moments. Like, there was one scene in the middle of it that, like, we were both pretty checked out. And it yeah. just got, we're, I'm, we're not going to spoil it because if you do end up watching this, it, it kind of makes the movie. But, um, I mean, yeah, there's just stuff like that. There's, like, moments in there. It's like, holy shit, whoever put this in or wrote this, that was great. Why isn't there more of this kind of stuff? And then, like, why is there all this other fucking nonsense that is just not of the same quality? That happened quite a few times. And But then I also would say that the majority of the movie I could be checked out for and still know what happened. (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. I I would say that this is a good movie if you just want to... Put something on uh, if you have nothing better to do. Uh, but the question is, is it house decided <laughs> took so long. or gonna, house divided? I'm leaving that whole pause in That's there. That's fine. <laughs> is it house decided or house divided? Well, I'll, I'll um, incite what you asked me on the first episode. It's like, did this movie make our day better? Where we Was it a good thing for us to do? I think it. I think it was. I think it was a good movie for, to watch. I didn't really. It's just like when I say if you have nothing better to do. I mean that's usually the case when you go to watch a movie. It's, okay, it let's usually make indicates. Our 
Holy shit, you're rushing me. Let's make our verdict. I'm I'm talking. Yeah, well, we need to talk after we make our verdict. Otherwise, they're going to know what your verdict is. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. All right. This is your fault. Okay. Yeah, that it, it's especially in comparison to Hubie Halloween, this is a much better movie than that. I think this is the definition of, like, a fun time, cheesy, mostly, like, bad movie. <laughs> like... <laughs> it, it's stere- it's a stereotypical movie it's cliche it's it's all those things but it was a good time and i didn't i wasn't tired afterwards i didn't have a headache after it like i did for hubie halloween <laughs> so I, I think i think that all makes it need to make a verdict <laughs> anyways you're dejected good holiday is house <laughs> decided okay. what it's fine <laughs> that's not one of the things yeah well you seem pretty uh sure that it's decided but I. what are you gonna say divided i don't know kind of you're pressuring me so much to move on to this part and you don't know what you were gonna say no i knew what i was gonna say i was gonna say it's okay <laughs> that's not a, okay so now i have a problem with what you're saying okay <laughs> Yeah, like, okay is what I have a problem. That's not a decision. Yeah, that's the you t- problem. You were, you were heckling me to move on to this part. Yeah, because I wanted to talk about why. That's n- You can't talk about why because you didn't make a decision. Yeah, I said it's okay, so it could that's, be decided. No, there are two options. Because you said decided, I said okay, so then the kind of the spectrum. I don't have a stinger for leans, house okay. And it also towards, doesn't work into the pun. Leans towards... Decided then. So it's decided. House leans towards decided. Yes. Leaning tower of decided. Yes. You, the I, bottom's kind of not I don't, sure. I have but no idea saying, where I'm going to put the stinger in this shit. You put it right there, right where we usually would. Usually would. You said house okay, and then I, you totally derailed everything. You said decided first, though. <laughs> this is insane. I can't believe you were pressuring me to move on so that we could get to the after part. And so you could explain your reasoning. I, I, I think it was a good time, mostly. I think um, if we weren't on a time crunch to watch this, and like this was... If we were just a normal couple just watching this to just watch it. A we watch this together for this podcast okay. specifically. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there was a time crunch on this. I didn't really feel like it was a time crunch, but I don't know if my day was made better for watching it. <laughs> I I think it was a nice time filler to my day, which I couldn't say for Hubie Halloween. I, All right. I wish I would have never watched that. <laughs> okay, I, I don't wish that i never watched this movie so um yeah so uh overall i i think this is a good uh good use of your time i guess <laughs> Not, if you well, want to waste your time this is a good way to waste it yeah uh it, that's what i'll say yeah i think if we were watching this normally that i would have paused or stopped this midway and like maybe not gone back to it or maybe would have gone back to it but overall i probably would have watched it maybe it's something like you turn on you start watching the first 50 minutes and where i where i saw that it was still having an hour left i probably would have stopped or paused and come back to it later i I think that was just the main problem i like the cast i like most of the jokes and it was it was fine it was I, i i don't know if i'm just my vision's just being blurred by 
how bad Hubie Halloween was in comparison to this holiday movie, but overall, pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It was fine. Well, this is house okay, I guess. (laughs) Holy shit, I can't believe you've done this to me. Um, Anyways, so um, nice weather we're having, I guess. Oh. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs)